So, I gotta tell you, man, leading up to the Warp Tour, been asking bands, even today, been asking bands, if you could pick, like, the quintessential Warp Tour band, who would it be? Uh, for me, it's, it would be Bad Religion. For everyone else I've talked to, the yeah. majority, the consensus, is you guys. Really? Oh, yeah. that's great. That's awesome. What I an mean, honor. You gotta have close to the record, if not the record. I, I think we have, like, second. I think Less Than Jake has, has the most, but we, we've gotta be up there. We've gotta. The one I keep yeah, 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 yeah. I just say Bad Religion because they were the first punk rock band that I ever really got into, so, and they... I don't know. They're just synonymous with Warp Tour in my young mind. So, how many times has it been? You know? This is eight. Eight. Yeah, yeah. And no way to not talk about it being the last year. And yeah. Kinda, as we put the tombstone up, any any R.I.P. comment? No, man. I, I mean, everyone has been working so hard on this thing. I, I, it's a miracle that they've gone this long. So they they deserve some rest. You know. And I mean, it's it's kind of one of those things where it's like you see that you see that people have have given it their whole lives and they they need some vacations and they're tired and asking. To go any longer is a selfish thing. So you just want them to be happy, and you know, it's you know, ending on a high note is the best way to go. And I mean, is that something you would ever fantasize about having your own? Oh fuck no, no, God no, no. I, I have host disorder. I, I can't like, I, I can't imagine trying to get people together for anything. So the fact that Kevin Lyman has made a life out of it, yeah. I mean, I'm happy to attend a party, but I never want to throw one. <laughs> and uh, I mean, I'm getting worried. Like this has gone away. You also played Ozfest. It's yeah. gone away. Like. Maybe we're the curse, man. That's, uh, <laughs> Do you remember anything about uh, going back to Ozfest? Yeah, oh, yeah, that was a wild one. That was, uh, I, I feel like that was the very first time I really kind of understood the, the the magnitude of being in a band. I mean, we would, Jägermeister was free, like, all day. I mean, we we woke up, we shared a bus with Unearth, so we would wake up at, like, 10 o'clock and start drinking. It was just complete debauchery, and that was a very young man's game. I can't, the things that, the, the things we put our bodies through that, that summer, I can't even think of it now. Disgusting. It's all a big blur. It was terrible. Oh, I mean, the whole thing was a highlight. I mean, we got to watch Black Sabbath every day. I got to meet Mike Patton from Fade No More. It's a personal hero of mine. Still, still is. So, yeah, there was a lot of shit going on there. There was a, a lot of firsts that summer for me. So, anything so, pop out uh, specifically, uh, specifically from like the Glenn Helen show, San Bernardino? Wait, where's um, when's when San Bernardino? In where, uh, Yeah, yeah. Oh, geez, I don't know if I even remember that one. <laughs> I honestly don't. I'd have to see the venue. I'm okay. sorry. Yeah. The one just up the road from here, not too far from here. You know where I am right now. <laughs> um, let's talk a little low teens. Okay. My jam glitches. Yeah. What thanks. can you tell me about that song? Um, that was actually the first song I started writing uh, lyrically, uh, kind of before any songs were even written for the record. Um, I just had a, a good idea, and because it was written uh, after the, the shooting in Paris at the Eagles of Death Metal show, and it was a very scary time for for everyone, and I mean at least for us. So we were kind of over there, you know, we were in, in the UK and happened in Paris, obviously, but just being overseas at that time was, I just remember it being very, very scary. And we're like, you know what, let's just go home and let everything kind of smooth out, figure out what's going on, you know? So, uh, it was, it was a very fear based decision. So that, that whole song is kind of about doing things because of fear, which is not a good thing, but, um, overcome it, right? got overcome it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't, you can't let it inform all your decisions. So I started writing it, uh, 
after that and uh, it became glitches. So. And low teens, mm. 16, getting yeah. two years on. Are we thinking about a new album? We are. We're thinking about it. We're not pushing it, though. Um, we're going to go home after this. We're going to do another headliner, and then we'll probably start writing very slowly. We're old men now, so, you know, we'll take our time with take that. Your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me get your opinion on a couple of things. Um, you know, I'm sure you know, like, the big four of, me- of yeah. metal, right? Yeah. So, me being a radio guy, the 90s getting on now, yeah. I'm going to add one to it and go to the 90s okay. for rock, since okay. that was the 80s rock, okay. and I call it the Flannel Five. Okay, easy. All right. So, here, I need you to pick your numero uno off this list. Okay. Nirvana, Pearl Jam, STP, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. Pearl Jam first. Pearl, Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam is still one of my favorite bands. Pearl Jam, Nirvana, STP, um, Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, probably in that order. Why would Pearl Jam be first? I just, I've always loved Eddie Vedder. I, I, I've always loved his lyrics specifically. I mean, I love Nirvana, but I wasn't a, Kurt Cobain's lyrics weren't as important to me as Eddie Vedder's lyrics were, and I've always just kind of been a lyric guy. So, um, yeah, Eddie, Eddie's lyrics and his, his, his melodies were always haunting. The, the weird thing for me is, think back to when we first saw, like, 10 and, yeah, yeah. and all those videos and Daughter and yeah. him doing, like, the, woo, oh, yeah. he seemed like the craziest guy, but he's the last man right. standing. I totally agree, and I will, I will uh, when the Jeremy video came out, I was like, I want to be in a band. I really remember having that thought. It was a Jeremy video and a Metallica video where I was like, you know what? I, I think being in a band might be the way I'm going to go. Um, so it was those two bands that really got me in, into pursuing music. And yeah, and it was because Eddie Vedder seemed nuts. Right? Right. And he's not. Now he's like wearing a suit and playing the ukulele and he's like drinking wine. Yeah, it's crazy. Acting and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you touched on the other band and I'm glad you mentioned it because I figure anyone in a band, you can't pass Metallica. No. I want to hear from you when, where, how, why did you first hear Metallica? It was on MTV uh, after school. I mean, I uh, it was Enter Sandman, yes. The video of when the old guy trying to, was that the one who was trying to get out of the room and he was like carving yeah. at the walls? Okay, so. No, no, no. Or was that on uh, Unforgiven? Yeah, that was that video that got me. Sandman was the kid in the bed and the diesel truck. Right, right, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah. It's been so long since I've seen a music video, I don't even remember what it's like. But yeah, um, and you know, I mean, just everyone's, every one of my friend's older brothers liked Metallica. So uh, when I was little and I wanted to be cool like them, it's like, well, I'm going to have to start listening to Metallica. I'm going to have to start skateboarding. I'm going to have to do what they do. So that was kind of the first thing that I got into was Metallica. One thing, uh, oh, would, would that be your Metallica jam? Give me a Metallica jam. Uh, jump in the fire. Yeah, yeah. It's just a bur- it's a barn burner. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I always bitch about on the radio that I miss from back in the day is movies and music. I yeah. felt like it was like peanut butter and jelly uh, yeah. when you had those killer movie soundtracks. Judgment Night? That's Best soundtrack in the world. Best sound movie soundtrack in the world. I don't even remember the movie. No. I, but that's, that's I know sound. Dennis Leary was in He it. was in it. Something about an RV getting stuck in an alley. I vaguely remember some Bad scenes. But yeah, yeah. Something like that. But man, that soundtrack was life-changing. Life-changing. Right. Well, yeah. Collabs. Uh-huh. I talked to um, Zendog about that. Oh, yeah? Did you? Because he, he said that they, cause they did what, Pearl Jam. It, it Cyber Cell. It was yeah. Pearl Jam and Cyber Cell. They did another track, too. Um, it was like... 
Fuck. I, I, I mean, I, we can look up the, the collabs, but I remember the... Uh, like Sonic Youth or something. Oh, they did two on that album. D- yeah. Okay. It was Sonic Youth. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that would be your, your number one. You had that back in the... Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and it was perfect for me because I really did like rap music when I was little. Like, I loved EPMD and I loved Cypress Hill. Yeah, man. And I, I don't know how I even got a hold of those records. Um, NWA, I really... I, you know, I, I owned that like it was... You know, you had to hold on to that like it was a nudie magazine. You couldn't let your parents see that one. So seeing these bands then cross over at around the same time I was learning about heavy music was just a perfect thing for me. It was mind-blowing. Yeah, it was. And across those worlds. Oh, my God, like yeah, that. yeah. One other thing I need your advice on and your opinion on. I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. I don't okay. know how to feel about it. Okay. A band I'm sure you've played with. Okay. As they lay dying. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, no. Nah. I mean, I, 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 I feel like, uh, you know, I mean, he served his time. That's great. Um, I just think that um, it's going to plague the band for the rest of their lives. And the, uh, the other dudes in the band are such good guys. They, they don't. I don't. I don't think that they um, necessarily deserve to spend the rest of their life making up excuses and apologies. Um, there's an, a, enough people in the world that would have happily taken that spot, and you know, maybe brought the guys to the, those dudes to like a new level. You know. Well, they tried. They had that band Woven Warren. Yeah, they yeah. put out a couple albums. Yeah. But yeah. But I mean, I understand wanting to get as a dying back together. Those dudes were. You know. It was a seminal band at the time, and those dudes are all great. And some things you just have to let stay in the past, you know, and move on and try to better yourself. So I, 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 I feel bad for the other guys that are going to have to talk about this every single interview they do. Yeah. It's going to come up every single interview. But you're, you're not in support of that. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I, 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 what am I gonna, what am I gonna do? Well, I know. What am I gonna do? Uh, where, am I gonna buy? Yeah, I mean, I love the old records. Yeah, I love the guys like you said. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. But, I'm not gonna boycott them because of their decision, but I just don't feel like it was an it was a necessary move on their part. I am a little disappointed. I'll say that I am, and I'll tell that to them because, you know, when they were when they were thinking about when before this happened we saw some of the guys at a show and they're like no no it's absolutely not good we're we're not going that route again and i was like good good for you guys congratulations now i feel like I, we were lied to so i don't like that i don't like yeah. being lied to i'm, with you. I'm so conflicted <laughs> yeah that ones were great yeah they, sure they, they definitely had that moment in time sure but that was a moment in time but now you know you, you could have moved on you, you didn't have to drag that baggage with you does that kind of go along the same lines as like a lot of people want to see pantera get back together with zach wilde on guitar yeah. you think the same thing i like, do i do i feel like it's very it's a moment in time let it stay there you know I, I mean I understand reunion uh, the nostalgia value of it but I don't know I, I think that after what happened with everything I don't know if anybody was very nostalgic for the old for, for, for Tim Lambesis you know I don't know if anybody having known what they know now was everything like oh boy I sure do miss miss those old days I think they're like okay well that sucked Dude, but you know move on I gotta say and just in wrapping up I forgot my manners but congrats on 20 years of oh, Thank you very dying. much. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Feels good. Would you ever do that? Like go back and play like the early album kind of thing? Um, we actually did when, um, I believe when, uh, Jesus, I forget what album it was though. When it, Hot, Hot Damn was 10 years old, we would play a show. And then if people wanted to stick around to hear us do Hot Damn in its whole after the set, we did it. Um, but we're not going to work. We're not going to work at a tour around an album celebration. You know, people want to hear it. Cool. We'll do it. But not. Nah, it's not a gimmick. Right, he cool. says again, yeah. Well, congrats on 20 years. Thanks very much, man.